0: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Glowgirl for a weekly podcast where we talk about woo and wellness and making our way in this wild world. I am Tracy White, as always, and I'm so glad you're here with me today. Um, So it is mid August. Uh, thereabout this time of year. And uh, for a lot of people, this is back to school time, or we're sort of approaching that back to school season. And I don't know if you've felt this difference. We talked about this a little bit last week, just that moving into August just feels different. And for me, every year I start to feel this and it gets stronger and stronger that back to school timeframe uh, as we approach Virgo season. Now, Virgo season doesn't start until uh, August 22nd-ish, give or take this year, but we're feeling it a little bit earlier. So I don't know if you have really noticed, I don't know if you have kids that are going back to school, um, if you've noticed certain schools um, seem to be maybe getting started a little bit earlier, uh, you know, than previous years, or if you've just started to notice more and more of this happening a little bit earlier uh, this year for some reason. So, um, my daughter is uh, six and a half, and she is starting first grade. Um, this is basically like the first first day of school uh, for all of us here in this house because um, kindergarten was a little bit of a wash for her because of COVID. We did um, online schooling and then homeschooling last year, so she didn't really get that first day of school or, you know, school building experience. And the last time she was in any sort of educational setting outside of the home was um, her preschool daycare, pre-K sort of child care center that she had been in since uh, she was about two years old. So it's been a while. And so we are really jumping into this whole first day of school thing happening here uh, in our house and we're feeling it. Now, I love this first day of school time. I love back to school season. Uh, I love office supplies. I love buying notebooks and pens and highlighters and I love new textbooks and I just, you would be shocked how little Virgo is in my birth chart specifically because I love all of these things. It's odd, but I lack uh, a lot of Virgo in my chart. And I think that's a big part of the reason that I'm drawn so much to this. Um, I lack the ability to stay organized a lot in my life. And so I'm drawn to all of these tools and, Um, and to people who have strong earth placements, um, many, many of my very closest friends are, uh, earth signs and I'm pretty sure my entire wedding party was made up of Virgos. Uh, I'm just drawn to that energy because I, I lack so much of it. Uh, you know, I'm a hot air balloon that would just float away into the sky without the tether of my more earthbound, uh, relationships. So I need that. I love it. I crave it. I want more of it in my life. And I love back to school season, uh, specifically for that reason. So we are feeling this a little bit earlier this year. And I don't know if you have noticed too, but specifically because even though we're still in Leo season until, uh, August 22nd, we have, uh, we have Mercury moving into Virgo and that will be taking place uh, probably the day you're hearing this, August 11th. Mercury is moving into Virgo when Mercury, which is the planet of how we think, how we process, how we communicate moves into Virgo, which is a sign that is about thinking, processing, communicating. It's a sign that's also ruled by Mercury. This is um, Mercury on Mercury uh, energy and it is a timeframe when we start to value precision in speech and thought and processes and organizational uh, energies. This can sometimes be a time when we analyze, uh, when we discriminate between things that we decide are useful or impractical. Um, Mercury feels at home in Virgo because it is one of the signs that it rules. Uh, dealing with details comes more naturally to us during this Mercury and Virgo timeframe. Um, one thing that we do need to be careful of is that we don't lose perspective. If we find ourselves lost in details, that gets to be really easy to do. Uh, we should also be aware of the possibility of expressing ourselves in an overly factual manner, uh, mansplaining, or just well actually people so much that we come across as dry or critical, um, And the other thing about Mercury in Virgo is that for some people, this may really amp up anxiety. So Mercury in Virgo, this can be an anxious energy. This can be a high strung energy. Uh, You know, we are very practical. We have to-do lists. There are things that we want to get done. There are things that we need to get accomplished and we feel very on the ball. We feel very on the clock. And like the minutes are ticking away and we can feel them and we can hear them. And sometimes that pressure feels like it's breathing down our neck and, you know, it can really cause the physical anxiety to spike. So if you are somebody who is prone to this sort of physical anxiety feeling, if you are somebody who is prone to anxiety manifesting in the gut, uh, you know, in, in your sleep or your digestion, or just your mental processing. If you notice that your mental processing can get kind of foggy sometimes, these are things that you might feel a little bit more strongly during this Mercury in Virgo season. So this goes from August 11th to the 30th. Um, Just kind of note those timeframes. If you are somebody who has a uh, Virgo or Gemini rising uh, in your birth chart, you are ruled by Mercury. And therefore what Mercury does is important for you to pay attention to. So this is Virgo risings and Gemini risings. Virgo and Gemini are both signs that are ruled by Mercury. This means that your chart ruler, your guiding planet is Mercury. This means that your mind, your communication, your processing, and sometimes your anxiety are sort of how the energy you give off presents to other people. Um, and this can mean that what, what Mercury is doing can affect you physically. So just an FYI for you, uh, keep an eye on this energy, August 11th to the 30th. Uh, we have Mercury in Virgo. Now, in addition to that, uh, Venus is still in Virgo, uh, until August 16th. So this week we have a handful of days between the 11th and the 16th that we have Venus and Virgo. Uh, Mercury in Virgo and Mars is still in Virgo until September 14th. So this is a heavy Virgo energy. We're really feeling this Virgo season, pre-Virgo season Virgo energy happening right now. It's really strong because these three planets are personal planets to us, and how these energies sort of all clump together like this just makes a really concentrated Virgo feeling for us. And these planets are all sort of clumped together in an area of our chart too. So if you know how to look at your birth chart and see kind of what area of your birth chart, what house your chart, um, has that's ruled by Virgo, you'll be able to kind of see where these planets are gathering and what, uh, that might mean for you. So, uh, I am a Leo rising and based on sort of how the houses fall in my chart, Uh, my second house is the house that is ruled by Virgo. Now this is, this is a complicated explanation, but your second house in your birth chart, if this happens to be where yours falls as well, your second house is kind of about your values. Uh, It's about love and money. It's a Venus ruled area of the chart. And um, it's kind of about what you believe, what you love, how you want to put those things to work and your personal resources. So having all of these planets in this area for me is about very much about those personal resources are the things that I'm doing in my life, reflecting my values Um, are the things I'm doing in my life, earning me money. Um, where is that money? What am I doing with that money? What how am I, I guess, taking care of my personal resources and how am I planning for the future? Because Virgo wants to plan for the future. Okay. I am a planner. Uh, I am a shopper. Uh, it can sometimes give me anxiety to the point of, uh, you know, pandemic shopping and and maybe gathering up more supplies than I may technically need on that anxious, just in case something happens basis. Um, This is a strong energy for me and something I've been sort of fighting with uh, recently, given some of the uptick in cases with COVID variants and, and rising numbers uh, again um, in the U S especially and, and around the world. So if you're feeling this, if you're feeling this Virgo energy, working against you instead of working for you just try to harness what these energies are doing in your chart and harness what these energies are doing in general um if you're having trouble with these energies uh just know that venus does move out of virgo and into libra after august 16th um so once that change happens venus will be in a happier place venus doesn't love being in virgo venus is Venus is a lover and sort of an indulgent presence in our chart. And Virgo is very practical and sort of buttoned up. Um, When Venus moves into Libra, that will be one of her home signs. Venus rules Libra. And that's, that's a, you know, a more beautiful, um, indulgent, comfortable area for Venus to be. And so you'll start to feel some of that energy relaxing a little bit, especially around the idea of personal resources, um, after the 16th. Now Mars will be in Virgo. Uh, like I said, until September 14th. And it, when Mars is in Virgo, it's, it's, it may not be Mars's favorite place to be, but it's a workhorse kind of place. Um, it gives us a passion for details, um, a need to kind of do the right thing at just the right time. Um, and sort of, we, we find that satisfaction of a job well done is one of those is one of our greatest incentives with this Mars and Virgo energy, um, makes us a little bit more precise, um, and definitely makes us more concerned about performance. So Mars and Virgo until September 14th. Um, but, uh, the too long didn't read version of everything that I just said is that we have a heavy Virgo energy in the sky right now with our Mercury, our Venus and our Mars, Those energies between August 11th and August 16th are going to be at their strongest. If you, if you're liking how this energy is making you feel and it's something that is useful, great. Put in that hard work between August 11th and 16th, use this energy to really build, to move, to cross things off your checklist, to accomplish, to plan ahead for the future and make sure that all of your resources are sort of you know, your wagons are circled up and you have everything, uh, kind of where it needs to be for the future. If these energies are making you feel tense and anxious and making you feel sort of, you know, choked a little bit, just know that it will calm down after the 16th and you should start to feel a little bit more of a release from these very anxious energies. Um, and like I said, anybody who has a Virgo rising or Gemini rising, uh, you may be feeling these energies, uh, potentially physically in the form of gut issues and potentially in the form of, um, air quality, trouble, asthma, especially for the Gemini risings, asthma, allergies, those kind of, um, attacks. Uh, so if, Uh, you know, if outside medications are something that you rely on to help keep that anxiety controlled, or if you seek more, um, you know, holistic services or breathing exercises or meditation or yoga, whatever it is that you do to help control anxiety levels um, and especially the physical manifestations of those. These are things you definitely want to put into action this week. Um, outside of this very heavy Virgo influence this week, the rest of our week is a little bit calmer than it's been recently. So we can kind of take advantage of, um, the fact that we get a little bit of a release from some of those bigger planets trying to, uh, you know, drown us in drama. So, um, the astrology of the week, very much that very heavy back to school feeling, now, if you are in an area where maybe you don't go back to school yet, uh, I know I know a lot of people, a lot of areas don't really go back to school until after Labor Day. Until Labor Day in the U.S. Um, is usually the first uh, first full weekend in September, first Monday in September. So, a lot of schools go back to school um, sometime in the beginning of September instead of this, uh, you know, sort of early to mid-August timeframe that. That many of the rest of us do. Uh, So if you are in one of those places, this might be a time where you're taking your sort of last ditch um, summer vacation timeframe. And Virgo energy can work very well for this too. But something that I wanted to talk about in in relation to summer vacations is um, how to use your astrology to look into vacation locales, uh, potentially that you're drawn to, and maybe even a place that you that you want to move, or maybe even a place that you want to move away from. Um, we're going to talk more about this in the second half of the show. But there is a study, uh, an astrological study called astrocartography, and astrocartography is just sort of the study of using your birth chart to look at the places on the map on the globe uh, that different energies are stronger or you know, or combined for you and why you might be drawn to or repelled away from visiting, living in, or crossing certain areas of the globe. So it's very interesting. And we're going to talk more about that in the second half of the show. Uh, For now, I just want to tell you about one of our fantastic podcast sponsors. uh, And then we're going to talk about more about this star map information. If you were around in the 90s, you probably remember Hooked on Phonics commercials. It's a brand you grew up with, Uh, maybe you even used it to learn to read yourself. Now 35 years later, Hooked on Phonics is still the leader in teaching children to read and it's a trusted program. Uh, I hear my teacher friends recommending to parents who are interested in supporting their child's path to become a reader, Hooked on Phonics is one of their top recommendations every time. With Hooked On Phonics, you get unlimited access to their powerful reading app, along with workbooks that give your child essential hands on practice to reinforce the skills they're building in the app. Plus, you get storybooks written specifically to build your child's confidence and discussion questions to increase their reading comprehension. Lessons take just 20 minutes or less, and the curriculum is guaranteed to help your child learn to read. Give your child the confidence that reading brings with Hooked on Phonics. Visit hookedonphonics.com slash glowgirl and receive your first month for just $1. That's hookedonics.com slash glowgirl to get your first month of Hooked on Phonics for just $1. That's hookedonphonics.com slash glowgirl. Okay. So if you're listening to this podcast, there's a really good chance that you already know your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign. You've probably looked at your birth chart uh, at some point, just because I talk about astrology so much. You have probably looked into it at some point, right? Um, Maybe you have your whole natal chart mapped. Maybe you have astrology apps, but I don't know, a lot of people haven't heard of astrocartography, which is the study of how astrology plays into the energies of specific locations, okay? This is something that was developed in the 70s by an American astrologer. Um, Astrocartography can lend us insight into why specific places affect us the way we do, and it can help us better navigate various locations all over the world, why we're drawn there, maybe why we would wanna go there, or places that we may just not wanna settle down in. So let me tell you a little bit about astrocartography. Um if you are into TikTok, you've probably seen this especially if you're involved at all with any of the astrology TikToks, uh witch talk, which is the which is a place that I find myself quite often. Um and even into um I've seen a lot of this popping up on Twitter and Instagram recently too. So a lot of astrologers will look at astrocartography cartography when they're doing a chart reading, especially if something about, uh, moving or traveling or vacation, uh, is, is something that pops up for you. Okay. Now, if you want to pull your own, um, astro cartography chart to kind of see what this looks like and see what I'm talking about, um, astro.com is one of the most trusted sites for this. Um, I will be sure to put a link in the show notes. If you want to go over and click that all you do is enter your birth, your same information that you would enter for your birth chart. So your date of birth, your time of birth, your location of birth, and then this astro cartography map will pop up for you. Uh, if you're just listening to this podcast and it's easier for you to Google all you need to do is Google, Google Astro Cartography um, and usually the Astro.com um, or it may say AstroDienst. Uh, that is usually the first link that pops up. It's the easiest one to use, in my opinion, um, and the closest in accuracy to you what you can get for um, uh, instead of using professional astrology software. So um, I am looking at my own chart on the astro.com app right now, just so that I can talk to you about that. Cause I know not everybody has access to the professional software, uh, that astrologers use and, and like that I use. So astro cartography, when you populate this map with your birth chart, it looks crazy. It looks like a whole map of the world. Like you've seen, it looks like a Google map, but there are all of these different colored lines. Um, and some of them are going, horizontally, some of them are going vertically, some of them kind of cross each other in different ways. And these lines are created by the sort of energies and how they span across the map at the time that you were born. So basically what we're doing is we're taking that round circle birth chart that you may see when you populate your own birth chart into, uh, into a map or a website, and just looks like a circle with maybe some lines going through it, but we're taking that and we're spreading it out across the map of the world. And the center of the map uh, for each of you, when you create this is the place that you were born. So when I look at my map, uh, it shows me the place that I was born, which um, if you're interested was Grand Rapids, Michigan, uh, here in the U S and at the time that I was born based on my specific birth information and where I was born and the and the exact time. Uh, it shows a couple of lines crossing near that area. So when you look at this map um, on astro.com, what you can do is you can uh each of the lines has like a symbol. And the symbols are for planets or zodiac energies um, as they would populate in your birth chart. Now You don't have to know what all of those symbols mean. Um, Astro.com makes it really simple for you to just hover over those lines. And if you want to know what a line means, you just click on it and it will populate a, a small little description of maybe what that line means in general along the side. And then you can kind of look at that energy, read through that description and decide for yourself, does that make sense for that energy for you? Now you may have been born in an area where there's not a lot of lines near where you were born. You can also populate this chart for yourself and plot additional locations on it, like maybe where you live now. Maybe that's not close to where you were born. Uh, you know, maybe there are different lines that go through different areas where you vacation every year, or just a place on the map that you've always been drawn to—the a place that you just feel like you've always wanted to go, but you don't know why. And so you can look at the different lines on the map. You can kind of figure out what those meanings are and maybe why you're drawn there. Or maybe there's a place where something happened to you and you just never want to revisit that place for a specific reason. Um, or you've just never had good luck in a certain city for some reason. Maybe there's maybe there's a line going through that area that you know has a planet whose energies are just not good for you there, you know, so looking at my own map, um, I will kind of give you a little bit of an example from, from my own life. Um, and what I'm hoping to do is to bring on, um, a friend of the pod or a listener, uh, maybe next week to talk more about their astrocartography cartography and kind of look at what this means for other people too, besides just my own, you know, my own birth chart and my own map. So looking at my own map where I was born, I was born very, very close. And, um, the professionals who deal with astrocartography will say that usually within a hundred to 200 miles of a line is considered, um, close enough to really feel the energetics of that. And I was born probably within 10 miles of a line in my chart that is related to my Pluto placement. And, the description in this map actually says that along this line, I will encounter great unrest in my personal life. Um, this is an area of transformation, an area of death and rebirth, um, and an area where, uh, feelings of security, protection and a belief in traditional values are jeopardized. So that sounds a little scary and a little bleak. Um, What this description is kind of telling me here is that this is an area where I'm being challenged, uh, which is a Pluto theme to break away from old habits, to leave family and home because of the placement of my Pluto in my birth chart. Okay. Now I will say, um, when I was born in this area, lived along this line for probably the first, uh, 20 some years of my life. Um, my mom always told me that I was, I started walking when I was, uh, before I was even nine months old, I was walking. And she said, the second I was walking, I was trying to leave and I've been trying to leave my entire life and felt drawn back. But the draw, the things that felt like they were drawing me back were things that were dramatic and, and related to family and home and some sort of sense of necessity But once I reached a certain age, I was able to understand that I needed to break away from that if I wanted to kind of become who I was becoming. And for me, I did. I moved away from that area and I moved away from that area, uh, moved closer to where I live now, which is um in the Toledo, Ohio area. I've lived in the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan at different times, but I moved away from that Pluto line. And the line I moved toward that runs right through the town that I lived in in the Detroit suburbs, it runs right through the Toledo area, is a line that is related to my ascendant, which is my rising sign, and also my moon. Now, your ascendant, um, is an energy that you give off. It's sort of a mask that you wear. It's who people think that they are when they meet you. It's your rising sign. Um, And it's, it's just sort of how people feel you, right? Your moon is your emotional sense. Um, These two together have, you know, they talk a little bit about love. They talk a little bit about emotional depth. Um, They allow you to where these two lines meet, it's sort of a more expression of who you are inside and allowing that to shine. Okay. Now I want to tell you, because I find this to be extremely fascinating. Um, I'm a Leo rising, um, my North node, which is, is something that we haven't talked a lot about, but your North node is a is a chart point that talks to you about your destiny. Why are you here on this earth? And where are you going? What were you put here to do? My North node and my rising sign are pretty much at the same degree. Okay. They're very close together. This line, um, and, and both of those are in Leo, by the way, this line runs through those and it sort of brings it all home for me. Okay. I moved to toward that line. Um, and I, The closer to that line that I got, the more at home I felt. Uh, I met my husband. Um, I got married. Uh, We built a home in this area. You know, we have moved homes, but we've stayed really along this same line. Um, And the other thing about this is that it allows you to be close to people who you have reincarnated with. So this is like a this is like a homecoming of the soul moving toward this particular line. So I now live along this line. I feel like I am at home with people who I've known for lifetimes. I have met people who bring out the best in me. I've met people who want me to really shine for what I have to offer and what I what I have to tell other people in the world. And being along this point has, has really felt like a home to me and going back home, you know, back home to my hometown, that doesn't feel like a home to me. I, I unfortunately avoid spending a lot of time there. Um, and, and absolutely no offense to my family or anyone else who lives there. It's just something about that area leaves me feeling unsettled and like, I can't wait to get back to where I was. And so. This is just, you know, one example of just some of the fascinating ways that your astrocartography can give you some insight as to what is going on with, you know, with certain areas of of the map and and why do I feel like that there? Um, You know, it might be something interesting for you to kind of check out and play with for yourself. Um, There is an, there is a line on my map that has to do with my Venus. And it says that along this line, you will find ideal places for relaxation, peace, and quiet. Um, It's a place where uh, your creativity can shine and a place where you can feel at home with close friends and confidants and family. Right along this line is a place that um, I have traveled on vacation uh, with my family and some of my closest friends and just feels right there. And it's right along this line. Like that's not a coincidence, you know? Now, when I talk about some of these places, um, is there a place that you've been drawn to and and you just, you don't know why? I mean, maybe it's beautiful. Maybe it's a destination and, and maybe you've just always been drawn there. Um, one thing I've heard from a lot of people is, you know, there's a specific place and they just feel like they belong there, but they're not really sure why. I bet you that your astrocartography cartography can tell you what that is. I bet that that answer lies in your star map. So a place that I've always been drawn um is the southwest, okay? Specifically Sedona, Arizona, okay? Now listen. I I have been into woo for a very long time, but but when I started this, when I started to be drawn to this little place called Sedona, I didn't know that it was sort of a metaphysical center for people to travel to. I didn't know that, that, that never registered to me. I, I think I saw a picture of it someday and I thought it looked beautiful and it seemed like a place that I just wanted to go. Okay. I've been drawn there for a very long time and I haven't really known why. Okay. Let me tell you why really, really close to Sedona is a line that runs through and it's my Jupiter line. Okay. And the description under this Jupiter line, Jupiter is one of our benefic planets. It's one of our good guys in our birth chart and Jupiter's like Santa Claus. Um, knowing where your planetary placements are can help you understand more information about what area of your life this may be benefiting, but traveling toward this Jupiter line for me, um, it, It's a place that I can experience happy times with my family. It's a place that I can be creative. Um, It's a place where I can uh, be creative in my spirituality. It's a place where I can really allow myself to explore the things that I believe and how I want to incorporate those into my life and to make my life and my family's life better and more fulfilling and happier and also a place where I can lay down plans for and build, um, ideas that can, that can create wealth for myself and my family. So this is beautiful, right? This is a, this is an area that I should go for a retreat. This is an area that I should take my family for a vacation. Um, you know, this may not be an area that I want to move to forever and ever, but it is definitely an area that I should visit to see what happens there. Uh, I should take some time, some introspection. I should go to this area. Now, Sedona just happens to be one of the cities that's along this line. This line runs up and down, uh, you know, my whole chart. And, you know, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, oh, let's see here. There's some Wyoming, there's some Colorado, there's some Montana through there, um, Looks like I'm coming for you, Saskatoon. Uh, (laughs) There's a lot of Canada in there too. Listen, there's a lot going on along that line, you know, but Sedona happens to be one of the cities and it's just fascinating that that's a place I've always been drawn. Now you can look at this map in a lot of different ways, right? You can look at the map in terms of what are places that I wanted to visit and what, what lines run near there or through there. And what does that mean to me? You can also look at this map in terms of, are there power places on the map for me? And does that mean that this is a place that I should visit? Now, you will see on this astro.com map that there are these circles along certain lines. And some of those circles have um, meaning. And it's like, this is a place where the maximum energy of a certain line is felt, Okay. For me, a lot of these places are in the middle of the ocean. The chances are that I'm not going to be going to any of those places. I'm not probably going to go to the middle of the ocean to see how, (laughs) how my energy falls. I also watched a lot of lost, so I'm not going to be flying over the middle of the ocean because I don't want to relive that show in any capacity. Thank you very much. Eight years of my life down the hole. One of the areas, um, actually, there are several areas across Australia that some of my um, highest points happen to meet. Now, just because these are strong areas, does that mean that I need to go there? Does that mean that I need to make this a destination? Maybe not. You know, maybe I don't need this extremely strong energy. But uh, you know, let's say there was something that I needed to do. And I, maybe I need to launch a book. Maybe I need to write something. Maybe I need to create something huge and I need as much publicity as possible for it. Maybe I would go, you know, to the middle of Australia. I mean, this looks like a fairly desolate little area right here, but maybe I would go to this area. You know, maybe this is where I would go to launch something. Maybe this is where I would go to write something. Um, you know, maybe this is a vacation I would take someday when I was on the brink of something big. Um, so you can kind of look at those lines and see, uh, you know, what those mean to you. If those are areas, if they fall in areas that seem practical to visit, not all of them will. Um, I will say there's uh, I, I noticed that there are is a crossing of three different lines in my chart. Um, that go right over uh, Oahu uh, on Hawaii. And I thought, well, that that might be a fortuitous place. I could go on vacation. I could go to Hawaii on vacation and see what these energies mean. And looking at these energies, uh, I mean, spontaneity and unrest, Um, you know, it, it sounds like it could have a rejuvenating effect in some of my relationships, but could cause shockwaves in other partnerships. I mean, does that, I don't know. That doesn't sound, that doesn't sound like a lover's vacation. So I'm not, I'm not totally sure about that energy. You know, there's some other energies in Hawaii for me that are, um, that are about learning and studying. Um, you know, there is, there is a lot of astrology being studied, uh, on Hawaii, Right now. So, you know, maybe this is a maybe this is a, an area where I go to further my studies someday. I don't know. But, you know, you can kind of look at your own map and you know see what's out there for yourself. Um now I will say not every astrologer dabbles in astrocartography. Um I am not I am not seasoned with astro astrocartography or anything. I happen to know how to read the map, um, but my information on this is is fairly basic. Um, There are astrologers who specialize in this. Uh, You know, if you are really, really looking for, um, you know, you need to move. You are unsettled where you are and you need a change and moving seems to be the only solution for you. Um, Or you're trying to plan a vacation to somewhere and you just want the perfect energy Astrocartography cartography might be for you in these situations. Um, you're looking to relocate, you're looking to travel, uh, you're looking to avoid negative energies, or you're looking to be drawn toward, um, you know, energies that are going to help you or make things better in your life. You know, uh, an astrologer who specializes in these may be able to help you find where that is, or at least tell you what areas to avoid. Um, you can do a lot of this yourself too. Again, this is very basic information that you can get from this website, but it gives you at least a little bit to go on. And if you find yourself wanting more information, you can seek out, uh, you know, someone who deals with this professionally. Now I happen to love dabbling in this, in these maps. Um, again, this isn't something that I do professionally and it isn't even something that I really offer as part of my readings, but it is something I can consult if it's a question that comes up. So, um, like I said, I'm really looking forward to talking to, um, a client or friend of the pod on this podcast. So we can kind of look at their maps and see some areas that they've been drawn to their whole life. Um, you know, or some places that they've always wanted to visit or go to kind of see what those, what those are to them. Um, I will tell you, I, I definitely looked into why my entire body wants to be in Scotland. Um, you know, is it because of romance novels or do I really belong there? Um, and astro cartography is telling me that this is an area where I will find the highest concentration of power and energy. I can transform myself into something powerful here, which I am taking to mean that I am a powerful witch, but my powers won't be fully activated until I physically visit Scotland. So take that for what you will, but someday I will go there and, and transform into this powerful, uh, Scottish, which with no actual Scottish ancestry, um, someday it will happen. I promise you. Uh, so just check out your astrocartography. Let me know what it means. Uh, Let me know what you think. And if you find anything fascinating, if you have questions too, you can message me um, at the glow girl, uh, social media channels. You can get me on Facebook, Instagram, uh, even Twitter probably. And, um, if you have questions, just, you know, send me your information. I would love to look at your map and your chart. uh, and you know, maybe we can piece together, you know, what things are going on for you right now too. Um, I have had a few people asking recently when I'm going to be opening up my calendars for readings, uh, for birth chart readings at shine bright astrology. And I'm telling you it is coming. It'll probably be at the, at the end of August. Uh, I am just trying to get through the, uh, last of this school starting season right now. Uh, once Virgo season is well underway, I will I will be able to channel my organizational abilities much better and get things underway, be able to start taking clients again and having uh, more uninterrupted time to devote to client readings. So I can't wait for that to start. It will be soon. Uh, I promise that I will post and announce every single channel you can imagine when that day comes. So soon I promise. Um, Thank you all for joining me today and for listening to me talk about my birth chart map and astrocartography and uh my lack of virgo in my chart. Um be sure you tune in next week for a brand new episode of Glow Girl. Uh I'm hoping to have a guest on the show to talk more about astrocartography and some other fun topics and we have some really great guests coming up soon too. So keep us in your rotation. Um we love your five-star reviews. Um, anywhere that you listen to podcasts, especially iTunes. Uh, we thrive with those and it helps other people find us too, helps us build our audience. Uh, you can find us too on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at glow Girl pod. Uh, like I said, you can message me there and I'm pretty responsive and I love to hear from you guys. If you have questions, uh, if you just want to say hi, uh, I am happy to, uh, to chat. So, uh, make sure you catch the rest of the girls, girls, media multiverse of podcasts. We are on the air just about every day of the week. There's something for everybody here. Uh, be sure to, uh, check us out and make sure that you are subscribed to the girls, girls, media, um, girls, girls podcast, because you're going to start seeing some changes in the way that these podcasts are being, uh, put out there into the world and that, Uh, subscription for you there, even if you're for some reason, not listening to the girls, girls podcast, which you should, this will really help you uh, to be able to stay in tune with everything that we're doing Uh, really exciting changes coming across the board. So, Um, and uh, just kind of a last call here. If you are for some reason, not a member of our exclusive Facebook group, the girls, girls community, please come join us. Uh, We're all in there. All of our podcasts all of our podcast members most of our friends of the potter in there Uh, we love this little social media haven and we would love it if you would come be our friends just look for girls girls community on facebook Uh, glow girl is as always a production of girls girls media and our music today is by the amazing breakmaster cylinder shine bright glow girls